that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or klay1180.com anywhere on the planet. I love it that we can that we can reach people all over the world uh, on the .com. It's just kind of exciting to know that we can be in relationship and share uh, in that way. And so at any rate, we, regardless of where you are, we are in Washington State and in the Tacoma, greater Tacoma area, if you will. And so we are, we cover all of Seattle, down to Olympia, over to Bremerton and over to Bonnie Lake. So we really cover a large area just on the AM dial. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to tune in always, regardless of where you are. Take us with you with your device. It, it works really well. So Like I said, it's just so nice to welcome you again on Sunday afternoon where we can spend a little time together. And you're going to love our conversation today. I have a great guest in studio, Mr. Chris Plant. And again, I just can't wait to get to that. But before I do, I'm going to do like normal and I'm going to share with you Jesus Calling. And the last couple of days, it's really spoken to my heart. So I want to share both. uh, they're, They're short and sweet as always. So this is what Jesus says to us today. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. This is my continual invitation to you, proclaimed in holy whispers. When your heart and mind are quiet, you can hear me inviting you to draw near. Coming close, <clears throat> coming, let's see, <laughs> coming close to me requires no great effort on your part. It is more like ceasing to resist the magnetic pull of my love. Open yourself to my loving presence so that I may fill you with my fullness. I want you to experience how wide and long and high and deep is my love for you so that you can know my love that surpasses all knowledge. This vast ocean of love cannot be measured or explained. But it can be experienced, and I want you to grab that. His love is so incredible. I love Romans 8.28, which says that you know all things work together for good to those who love God and, and are called to his purpose. But it goes on to talk about how nothing separates us from God's love. Nothing. I don't care how high, how deep, how broad, whatever you experience. I don't care what it is. Nothing nothing can separate you from God's love. And to me, that's just really special. Revelation twenty two seventeen says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. I love that because God is, he's just, he is life for us. <clears throat> All who will simply Uh, obey that that command to come all that the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me I will never drive away that's John 6 37 and Ephesians 3 16 and 19 says this I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you 
with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's where, obviously, Sarah Young took that scripture I mean, holy cow, right? <laughs> God is so awesome. And then it goes on to say this, come to me. Jesus is now again talking to us. Come to me when you are weak and weary. Rest snugly in my everlasting arms. I do not despise your weakness, my child. Actually, it draws me closer to you because weakness stirs up my compassion, my yearning to help. Accept yourself in your weariness, knowing that I understand how very difficult your journey has been. Do not compare yourself with others who seem to skip along their life paths with, with ease. Their journeys have been different from yours, and I have gifted them with abundant energy. I have gifted you with fragility, providing opportunities for your spirit to blossom in my presence." Accept this gift as a sacred treasure, delicate, yet glowing with brilliant light. Rather than struggling to disguise or deny your weakness, allow me, God, to bless you richly through it. I love that. And I'm, I, I love the fact <clears throat> that it's, it really mentions the word compassion and God's yearning to help us because compassion the, when you tear that word down in heart, it's all about feeling towards someone. In other words, what, what breaks your heart like it breaks God's, right? But the thing is, not only are you feeling, you're actually now put into action as God is in our lives. He has compassion towards us. He gets us. He knows he has our back. He knows what we're going through, but he moves on it. He does. He goes to work. He actually moves, and he wants us to do the same thing for other people. It's so important, which is why we're in studio talking about what we're going to talk about today. It's so important that we all are movers and shakers and stand for what we believe in. Stand for what is capital T truth, right? Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace to be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. I love that. Love it, love it, love it. So that is Jesus calling today, and I hope it lifts your heart a little bit because he does to us come, he does love us, and there is nothing on this planet any way, shape, fashion, or form that can separate us from the love of God. And all we have to do, basically, is just admit we're schmucks, because we all are, and, 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 you know, come to him. Come to him with just the authentic piece of who we are. You know, I was sharing with Chris earlier today that we, I, I, I love working with uh, professionals and helping them speak their absolute God-given purpose and truth, but it's all about how you present yourself, and you must be honest, authentic, 
in standing in integrity and full of love. That spells out H-A-I-L, hail, hail King Jesus, because if we speak from that, we are, we're always going to be in good stead. You have to be authentic. Speakers today, it's not about being stage presence and being on, it's about being real. And so helping you to understand, yes, there are important tricks of the trade in terms of how you present in your body and how you use your head to think. Oh, my goodness, because what you think translates louder than your words. People read you like a book. You can't hide anything. So you must be honest, authentic, standing in integrity and full of love. People then will respond well to you regardless. It isn't about your words. 93% of your communication is in all the other stuff. The sweet spot of the voice that I teach is how you think. It's your actual vocal horns and your body because you speak loudly through all three areas. It isn't just your voice and it isn't just your words. Only 7% of your communication are your words. 93% is how you think, how you're using your voice, and how you're standing how you're using your body. That is, those are critical things, which is why, and again, I'm on my box, but why texting and all the stuff we use in terms of communicating without words, without eyeball to eyeball, belly to belly communication doesn't work so well because it isn't about your words. It's about your intent. It's about your heart. It's about the, the compassion that you feel towards another person and the relationship. It's all about relationship. And I can tell I'm on my box. So I'm going to get off and we're going to take a quick break a little early today. And then I'm going to introduce you to Mr. Chris Plant. You're going to love him. So stay tuned. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. 
that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Well, I hope you got your tea all warmed up or cooled down, depending on what you're drinking today, and that you're snuggled up to the radio or your device as you're listening to us today, because you're in for a treat. I have in studio with me today Mr. Chris Plant, and I love this man already, even though we just met today. Chris Plant is the FPIW, which happens to be Family Policy Institute of Washington, their chief operating officer and policy director. He has over 20 years of experience in youth and family development, including stints in ministry on the mission field and with nonprofit organizations. He has spent the better part of the last decade in the public square standing for the sanctity of marriage and God's sexual norms. Chris, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you're so welcome. You know, I, you share so much of what I have on my heart because I so believe in family, you know, family is where it's at. It's God's institute, if you will. For, Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. And so I want you to share a little bit of your background with us, if you would. Sure. Well, I'm not a native Washingtonian. I'm from the Northeast. I grew up in Rhode Island. Uh, but God has taken me across the country and across the world. Uh, wow. It's been an amazing time. And as you read, for over the last 20 years, I've been involved in some part of youth development, family policy, um, marriage, yes, uh, uh, the battle that is going on in our world. Oh, it's huge. It is a huge battle. People tell me, oh, you just want to turn the clock back to the Ozzie and Harriet days. I tell them, no, I want to cl- turn the clock back to Genesis 1 and 2. Thank you. You need a bigger clock because as you just <laughs> said, uh, the family is God's institute. His yes, it is. first society and husband and wife with their children um, is what God design this world to work on and around and so Mm -hmm. um, you know I have been committed to that God has never let me go from it and I'm happy for that we did some time with children in Chicago abusing neglected children running Mm. their emergency shelter there and the tragedies you see there Um, in ministry in Ethiopia uh, first with my wife we were teachers and then we went back again with kids to do youth development and actually train the Ethiopian government how to do youth development so many of the African countries have been ravaged by war by AIDS and they're finding themselves with the majority of their population being under 20 sometimes under 18 and 17 and how do you train up children in the next generation when one generation is gone already right on again wow um, where are the fathers it's a question we ask ourselves here in the united states yeah because the thing is as i see that you know the family unit represents the masculinity of god and the femininity of god the and you need both to raise children appropriately you You just do because kids have got to identify with both sides of their heavenly father but with they have to identify again and to figure out who they are they gotta they've got to identify cleanly and healthily with both sides they do 
Absolutely. And it's a tragedy when the family breaks down one way or the other. Yes. Um, and we know that when the family breaks down, whether it's um, uh, whether it's simply being uh, simply whether it's becoming <laughs> an orphan, you losing yeah. your parents, divorce, uh, now you know it's it, you know same-sex couples. Uh, in all of those cases, they're not the ideal. They're not what no. God designed, and so the children are harmed in in one way or the other. You know, parents who fight through that, uh, they're heroes. They're absolute heroes. My mother. Uh, was a single mom. She mm -hmm. got herself through her undergrad and then her master's in nursing and was one of the first nurse practitioners in Rhode Island. Well, she had two hellion of ch teenage boys <laughs> in the house. So I understand the hero, uh, the heroes that fight through that tragedy, but it is well, still and a tragedy. I'll, and I'll bet that your mom, being the, the kind of mom she was, introduced you to healthy males around you. She did. She, she always set me up to, to be with them. And I think about yes. Paul talking to about Timothy, um, in particularly in Second Timothy, that you know, Paul recollects uh, for Timothy his mother and his grandmother. But then we realize that his mother and grandmother handed Timothy off to Paul yes. and continued that mentorship um, so that, the ch that Timothy, a young man, could grow further. It was the, the community, the family, mm -hmm. the friends, the people of faith around them. Um, that raise that should be raising our children, right. not the state. Unfortunately, no. that's the world we live in now, where the state is trying to take control of everything, and cutting parents out, um, particularly on such t tender topics about sexuality. Oh, um, oh! Yeah, you're putting your hands up like, don't go there. Oh, but, you know, no, you, you, you can go there. <laughs> the reason my hands are up is because we're in the middle of it. Yeah. But the sex education programs that are being introduced to our schools, and they're gradually cutting the parents out. Absolutely. And they have further plans to cut them out more. They do. And that absolute brings the ire up in me and makes my, my blood boil and it, a little it should. bit. And yeah. it should, every parent should, particularly parents of faith, um, to realize that what God created was for mom and dad mm -hmm. to nurture that child, to walk with them, as Deuteronomy tells us, when they're walking in the road, when they're lying down, when they're sitting down to eat. And the state is saying, no, we know better than you. We know better uh. than your God. No, the state doesn't. But that was what they're doing. And it's education. Um, it is all of the little bits that are going around. And the state, as we've seen throughout history, is its own god. Um, oh, absolutely. This and isn't new. We can no. go back to Rome. You know, right. And the, and well, and you know what it makes me think of is back uh, – not terribly long ago when we were, we were standing in shock and awe that the Russians were, you know, taking the children away from the parents and raising That's them right. and so forth. And we're going, oh, how could that be, right? Well, here we are doing the same freaking thing. That's what they're doing. Uh, we think about Daniel and going into Babylon and he's being re-educated. He's been learning a new language, a new yep. way of thinking. Um, and that is particularly happening within the sex ed programs of not of Washington, that's where we are, but across the country. And it really started here. You know, parents who have come across this thing called the FLASH curriculum, family life and, and sexual health, that was created in King County. It's across the country now, but it's across the state. And we are teaching our kindergartners that it is okay to question their gender. They, we don't let them walk across the street without a parent. But suddenly it's okay for them to think, well, maybe I am a girl. <laughs> maybe I am a boy. 
Maybe I don't know what I am, and maybe I can be any of 50 things in between here. Um, We're but, teaching them a new language so that right. the state can own them. Well, and it's, it, you know, it's confusication, not education. It's, we're really in the business, as I see it, the state is, in confusing the heck out of these kids Absolutely. to where they don't know who they are, whose they are. They have no freaking clue. And it creates a tremendous... Uh, confusion and a tremendous chaos within them. And again, you and I both know, whether you pop out of the womb, male or female, sex is in your head. Absolutely. So if you get, if, if you screw up your head, you then you've, yeah, you've messed the whole thing up. And as I see it, I think, again, we have watched the family unit be deteriorate, right? And be, uh, you know, be taken out so to speak, with various and diverse ways. And the kids are suffering. The kids are the ones that are suffering. And they're being targeted, especially in the developmental times of their life, where they are automatically, as part of development, natural, healthy development, they're going to uh, experiment. They're going to question things. But they're meant to go through that with healthy role models around them, they will roll through that beautifully and come out on the other side healthy. But if you confuse them from, and again, we're now we're now we're working with kindergartners for crying out loud. I, I just it, it appalls me, and it makes me nuts when certain candidates are all for this, claiming to be educators and that oh well we know better and we're the educators and how dare you guys right stand up for what you think ay ay ay. And to me, it's like, no, they're blinded. You know, God said that people would be blinded, and they right. sure as heck are. Yeah, and I, as we were talking before the open, there are certain people in our society who are are, are like Adam and Eve, did, and they're hearing the question, did God really say? And, and unfortunately, they are confused, moms and dads, teenagers. And then there are those in our society, a lot of the educators themselves or, or our legislators, who are the serpent in the tree. Right. Who know darn well what God said, but their job is to try to screw us up. And we need to be really careful. And this is why it's it's family, faith and friends. We, I'm going to keep moving that faith to the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because unless we know what God truly said and we stick to it, um, we're, our kids will be lost. Did God truly say he created them, male and female, male and female, he created them. Did he truly say a man shall leave his mother and his, and his father and cleave to his wife? If God truly said that, anything outside of that is disordered. That's right. Absolutely. And, yes. and, you know, and I happen to be one who truly believes God truly said that because he, he echoes it throughout the entire 66 books of the Bible. Yes, he does. Right to the very end, you were reading, come, come, come to what? Come to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Right on. Christ married to the church, mm -hmm. husband of the church, the church, the bride. That picture from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. Um, so God is consistent. And so when our state said, did God really say male and female? Did God really say that thou shalt not you know, commit adultery, shall not fornicate, mm -hmm. that sex is for marriage? Um, they are liars. They are confusing our children. And it is time for parents to stand up. Well, and when you said marriage, it's marriage between a man and a woman. That's right. Not man and man. It wasn't Adam and uh, 
uh, uh, uh, uh, or <laughs> it wasn't Adam. It's and, usually Adam and Steve. That there you go, out. Adam and Steve. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for bailing me out. It, it wasn't Adam and Steve. It was Adam and Eve. That's right. That's right. And God That's right. created Eve, if you will, to to fulfill and complete the man and vice versa. So there are so many reasons why femininity, the, again, our brains are even different. I mean, I've gone into great depth and study on this, which is part of my book, Born to be Awesome. You want to get that book. Ah, anyway, it's, it's all, again, there is absolute design and purpose That's right. for men and women to uh, interact with, and I always say it's it's God's little joke on us because we marry and op- we marry opposite sexually. We marry opposite quite often in temperament, and then we so we're we're we are drawn that way because it completes us, right? And then we spend a lot of time bumping heads, <laughs> going, right. "What was I thinking?" Right? <laughs> but it's the way God knocks the rough edges off of us. We have to back up and say, "Whoa, wait a minute! No, there's reasons why I love this man. There's reasons why I married this man or woman mm-hmm. in the case." But and 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 recognize that you have to celebrate differences and truly understand each other, be compassionate towards each other, love each other, respect each other. Oh my goodness. I'm on my box, I can tell. But uh, it's so important that we stand up for family, as God designed family, period, over and out, for the health of our children. So um, anyway, yeah. Mick just came in and said, "Stretch! I can, I can, we can do this. We can, we can stretch. absolutely oh, we do can. this. We can Normally do this." Normally, I'm used to them saying, "Shrink it." Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. Stretch. Well, hey, good. we're, we're good. Let's go. He doesn't know us, hey. does he? Chris? <laughs> so, no, this is awesome. So, okay, so the Family Policy Institute of Washington, explain your mission. Sure, we've been around for 11 years now here in Washington, and our our mission is to grow a grassroots army. A grassroots group of people who will stand up for life Ooh, yeah. from conception till natural death, to stand up for family, stand up for religious liberties, for our, our first freedom of, of the re- freedom of religious exercise is so under attack in our nation, and stand up for parental rights. Here we are again, back to the parents. What? How do parents have the right? Do they have the right to oversee the education? the upbringing of their children, who will visit with their children. The Family yes. Policy Institute of, of Washington, uh, we say policy because we're involved in in Olympia, in the legislation, oh, good. Um, in school boards and things that come out from them. We are trying to get good policy written and, and passed in Olympia. Uh, we work in, again, in who we elect, um, but we are most importantly a grassroots group. G.K. Chesterton, an English theologian, said that the greatest political storms only flutter the fringes of humanity. But an ordinary man with his ordinary wife and their ordinary children can literally alter the destiny of nations. Wow, that's a powerful statement. Yeah, and because it is mom and dad. It's back to mom and dad. Because if I go to Olympia, I said this on the phone the other day, there isn't a person in Olympia who doesn't know what Family Policy Institute of Washington stands for when I'm talking to legislators and, and their aides. But when Mr. and Mrs. Smith come from Lakewood and say, I'm a voter, I'm a taxpayer, and I think you should do this. And then 10 people come from Lakewood and say, this is what should happen. That's when things become to make a difference. 
when an ordinary man and an ordinary woman get together with others. There's no rocket science here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of effort, uh-huh. but there's no rocket science. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I loved what uh, we started with today in terms of, of the word compassion, because compassion denotes not only understanding and feeling, but moving. Get, get your right. rear end in gear, right? And for us as Christians who believe, guys, if we don't stand up and go to Olympia and do something now, you know what? It's, it's on us if you will, to see what's happening. Absolutely. We've got, to, we've got to turn the tide now. And you've got to elect people like Mark Melosha, who is so, he is such a solid man of God who really stands for family, stands for all the things that uh, are important, truly. And I, and I, don't, I don't hold back at all in, in promoting uh, him because he absolutely is a solid, wonderful man. And, you know, the, the thing is, um, you've got then the House of Representatives in Olympia. You've got uh, Linda Kochmar in the 30th, who is, again, solid, solid woman of God, who really, she is such a public servant. Oh, my goodness. I've known her for years. She has served for years, and she is not done yet. So anyway, I'm on my box and I can tell, but you guys, we've got to stand up. We've got to make a difference and we can't do it sitting at home. We cannot. We've got to. And I so appreciate, Chris, what you just said to us, because it's so important that we go down there and make a difference. Should should we try and organize different groups of us to go down so they kind of get a constant hit? That that that's what we do. We that's people. I, I would encourage you to go to fpiw.org. That's uh-huh. our website. Fpiw.org. Fpiw.org. Okay. Get a better feel for what we're doing. If you're not already on our mailing list, get on it because what we do is we we alert people to what's going on. It's so Ooh. hard for for mom and dad who are working, who are coming, going to soccer practice, who are cooking dinners who are you know, just playing ball in the backyard to keep up with what's going on. But a quick look at fpiw.org. You'll be alerted to things that are going on, when it's time to stand up in Olympia, when it's time simply to send an email, uh-huh. when it's time to make a call, um, or if there are bigger events. The other thing that, you know, and right now, what, as we talk about what's going on, particularly the sex ed stuff, it's going to require folks getting involved with their school boards. Oh, amen. And you know, then, you know yeah. so I want, us, well, I want us to step back at least here in, what are we in, August? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, we are. From, from, what, from Olympia, because that won't kick in until no. January. But right now, in our school boards, they're deciding what our kids, what our kindergartners, what our fourth graders, what our high schoolers are going to be hearing about sex ed and about family. And so we need to encourage folks to become aware um, and that's what Safe Classes is doing. That's the group that's formed around the state. Safe Classes? Safe Classes. It's, just, it's a group of concerned parents and activists who are saying, I don't want my kid taught this stuff. This violates what God mm-hmm. teaches in his word. Mm-hmm. As you said, it confuses children. And then it, it, the worst part about it is it confuses them, and then it encourages them to experiment. Yes. Which, okay? it, it's, yeah, which it, there's a certain time towards junior high and again those kids are really targeted uh that where there's a natural tendency to move in that direction but children need the guidance and love and concern of parents to help them not go there or not not think that that's an appropriate way to behave 
to um, to understand the power and the importance of not messing up their natural bonding uh, ability mm-hmm. with appropriately with an opposite sex person to create family and, and truly be happy on this planet. You know what? We got to take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to do that and come right back. So freshen up your tea and come right back. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Katherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people. Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That's well, here we are back on air again. With we are having a wonderful, fairly exuberant discussion here, <laughs> mainly because I've got my ire up, right? Uh, with Mr. Chris Plant of the Family Institute, Policy Family Policy Institute of Washington. Uh, and again, we were talking about safe classes, which is a group of. Explain that yeah, again. Sure. Well, across the state, um, there are a couple of bad sex ed or family life curriculum. Flash being one that we mentioned. And there was something else. No, is it no K N O W? K N O, just no. I'm. I don't even have all of them. Yeah, the three yeah. R's. Some of them are promoted by Planned Parenthood. That was happening mm-hmm. in Spokane, but parents are beginning to wake up. Um, we have a story out of Squim. Um, we're out on the peninsula where just three people stood up. A dad who was upset that his daughter was being taught this stuff in, in fifth grade. Mm. Um, a science teacher from that school who said, listen, you have a problem. Your science book says that gender is de- determined by chromosomes. And that's what I'm teaching them in science. Your health ed book says you can choose whatever gender you want which is true you know and you had kids literally going from science to health and being taught one thing and then another and then uh, just another concerned grandma she they stood up and the school board tabled it 
uh, down in Battleground, uh, same thing. The school board was going to, to per, per begin using the FLASH curriculum. Yeah. And um, parents stood up. Um, one gentleman in particular, well, actually, I, one gentleman I know of, but I know there were others, really coalesced, and about 200 people came around them together, and the school board listened. Uh, and that's what it's about. When, um, on this health and sex ed stuff that mm. our kids are being taught, parents need to know that it's a school board level issue, and then they need to be involved. They have the opportunity to be involved. Um, and I like so much what you said. People ask me all the time, well, how, do I, how can I possibly stand up in front of a school board and speak for three minutes and tell them no? Well, I like what you said, that you just use the HAIL acronym. Mm -hmm. If you go honestly, yes. I'm a parent and I don't want my child taught this. And you, and you, and you do so um, authentic authentically. Heart. Thank yes. you. Authentic heart. <laughs> with yes. an authentic heart. And you do it with integrity, but you also do it loving. In love, yes. And you do it with civility. Not anger, uh, but love. Absolutely. Right. Five, 10, 15 parents standing up. That's right. Um, the parents, you guys are the taxpayers. You hold the purse strings. You are the employer of that school board. You voted them in. It's time to hold them to it in a loving way, with honesty. Mm -hmm. um, again, and I'm losing your A all the time here. What's your uh, Authent authenticity? Yes. No, you're, you're good. H-A-I-L. I know it was an A. Honest, authentic, authentic integrous, and, and with love. love. Yes. Um, you know, that's how we do it. That's how we should do everything in our lives. Yes, absolutely. Um, but primarily when a parent says how do i do this simply speak from the heart right. and what safe classes is doing we are trying to organize parents and and just say do you need help do you need information some school boards have already had these discussions some school boards are just starting these discussions some parents are just being ready in case it comes up because our ch the state is trying to cut the parents out i know and oh, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't even get the chance to de deprogram your child because you don't know what they're being taught Mm -hmm. Unless you really take action, but do it in that hail moniker that honestly, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And I teach that to my speakers, obviously, because, again, it isn't about being on stage anymore. It's about being real and 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 utilizing the, the powerful tools that make you a professional, wonderful, good speaker. But if parents just are themselves, they will make the difference because it's about the grassroots effort. That's right. It's about, like you were so beautifully stated, it's about the commonality of a man and a woman who care about their kids. That's right. Just, they don't have to be very special or unique. They just need to be who they are and real and go in there with hail, honest, authentic, standing in integrity and with lots of love and make your case, period, over and out. Just speak from the heart, make your case. That's right. You know, and this, this is exactly what, the other side did 40 years ago. They took the school boards. They made it, a, that was their strategy to place people who would promote homosexuality, who would promote abortion, contraception to the kids in the school boards. It's time for us to take that back. You and bet. it's not hard. School boards are about parents. That's right. And parents who are concerned about their children and who will not let the state take from them. So safe classes, we're, we are just getting together, um, uh, trying to figure out how do we promote this? How do we mm -hmm. bring this to the public? So if I, a concerned parent, want to figure, the, I mean, want to get be part of a, 
uh, safe class, if you will, mm-hmm. okay, uh, want to be part of a group right. that can speak for safe classes, then would I? how would I find out? Would I go to your FPIW.org and find out what you guys are helping to organize? That is going. That will be useful right now. The best thing to do today, because you're on, the, you're here listening. Yeah. Before you forget, send me an email. Okay. Where do they send they it? They send it to Chris. Okay. C H R I S at f p i w dot org. Okay. Tell me you listened and you were interested in the safe classes group because we're just getting started, so we don't have an automatic portal. Right. And I will get you hooked up because. Parents around the state, from Colville all the way to Spokane, all the way down to Battleground. We, I'm not following the circle. you got Tri-Cities and up on the peninsula. They're fighting this every day. Churches are fighting it. They're hearing about what their kids are being taught. And if a pastor stands up on Sunday and says, God created us male and female, male and female, he created us. A man shall leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. And then the children go into school Monday, on Monday yeah. and hear that oh, that's a lie. That's all wrong. The mm. churches are losing their kids. And so this is something we all need to fight. Absolutely. And you know, the, the difference it makes when you see children raised in the word and raised to know that they know that they know they've experienced the love of God, they've experienced the transformation in their own lives. And when you see children raised like that, and children that have not been, you know, the, the, one of the problems we have, the lies that are out there is, well, I don't want to influence my children. I, don't, I, mean, I want them free to choose whatever, right? What you're basically saying to that child is, I am stupid. I don't know what's good for them, which is baloney. Which of course is you baloney. do. You're saying, I don't care. That's right. Children, you know, we see it all the time from broken homes or homes that don't have structure. The children crave structure. Why do they crave yes, structure? Yes, because God designed them to designed need it. Designed them that way. Yes. Why does God say in Deuteronomy 6, you, sh- you shall tell them about this when you walk down the way, you'll put it on your doorpost. When you rise up, when you lay down, you're going to talk to your children. Yes. He expects us to talk to us, him, talk to them about, as you said, capital T, truth. Yes. And that includes all of God's word, the whole counsel of God's word. Absolutely. It's so, and you know, the older I get, the more absolute vehement I am about this because it's the only way to live you know when you've when you've gone along and you've experienced in fact I experienced it this this week ah I was asked to speak in um, Sacramento and so I was called and said well you're gonna have to take the word Christ out of your speaking profile and you're gonna have to take the word God out of it and I thought I did it for her because I thought when I go and speak I'm very straight up about who I am, and I'm very non-confrontational. Um, but the the excuse given to me of why they wanted me to take those two words out was that we don't want to offend anybody. And oh my gosh, everything in me just went click. It isn't about, oh, I am a Christian. I don't want to offend anybody, but I don't want to be censored. Right. I refuse to be censored because you don't know who in the heck you are. And you, do, and you think that by censoring me that you're going to play this middle-of-the-road game, which is so not there. It's a lie. It's a total facade. It is. And churches say the same thing. We don't want to offend anybody. And I would agree with them completely. Absolutely, we As don't I want to offend. talk to pastors around the country in the marriage battle, uh, where I spent about seven or eight years standing in, for God's definition of marriage, I would tell them, 
you're right. Don't offend. The one stumbling block is the gospel. That's is right. Christ. That's right. If, if your parishioners are looking sideways at somebody that is not dressed right, smells a little different, or maybe, yeah, you know that they're a homosexual or something like that, that's wrong. And it should be called out. Because the only looking people, sideways well, yeah, is wrong. That, well, yeah, that sideways look or making people <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. The church should welcome people of all types, all, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. But when it comes to the gospel, the whole gospel, mm-hmm. that did God really say that I created you male and female? Did yes, he, he did. really say that homosexual mm-hmm. relationships are wrong? Yes, he did. And you say that and you don't be afraid of that. And unfortunately, too many pastors... Too many churches are even afraid to go there. But you know what? We are called to love people, period. Over and out, love the sinner. Doesn't, he doesn't call us to love the behavior. He calls us to love the person. Do you, do you know the, uh, the magician's pen and teller? Is yes, okay? yes, I Pen do. and teller. I don't remember which one is which, but the one who speaks. <laughs> um, yeah, the big guy. Uh, the big guy. He has, a, he has a YouTube little piece where he said, how much would you have to hate a person? If you're a Christian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how much would you actually have to hate a person to not tell them about Christianity? Wow. Because wow. telling person the truth is yeah. actual love. Sure. You can do it unlovingly, right. and that's wrong. You need to be winsome. You but, need to operate in hell yeah, again. You do. Yes. But it is it is the most loving thing to do to say that is wrong. That is painful. That is mm-hmm. will hurt you. Yeah. It will. Don't touch the stove. Right. Oh, I love them you. too much. I don't want to offend them. I'm not going to. I'm going to let them learn themselves. No, I let. I tell my children, don't touch the stove. When we, ch- when people are sinning, whether it doesn't matter what the sin is, mm-hmm. the most loving thing is to tell them to call them out of that to God's grace, to let them lie in their own sin is hatred. That's yeah. why God calls us. And so we ought not to be afraid to say, you know, I love you. Mm-hmm. And mean but it. what you're doing is hurting you and is hurting others. Yes. And I'm telling you because I love you. And to do it in a loving way, in a compassionate way. Yes. Have compassion, but then act and not be afraid to say the truth. Amen, brother. I just <laughs> love you, Chris. It's so important that we are that we encourage each other and come alongside each other to do the right thing, do the right thing. And in our culture, we have gotten phobic about anybody that wants to stand up and be who they are. Now, if I'm a Muslim, I can pretty much do my thing, right? Nobody says anything. But if I'm a Christian claiming Christ, because you're right, that is the that's the, the straw that breaks every camel's back, if you will, in terms of if it's going to if it's going to raise rattling swords it's the word of Jesus it, it truly is. is and he told us that it's like this should not surprise us right but he's called us to go in love come heck or high water go in love but don't be afraid to tell the truth that's right and so we're asking parents to stand up yes and and you know one of the best things the best thing right now is to hear stories Mm. Okay, for people to tell us their stories. And I would, you know, we've had a few opportunities like the group in Squim to, to we, they were willing to go as far as go on videotape. But wow. we don't know all the stories. There are so many school districts and so many instances of, of, of parents being cut out or having problems, particularly along the lines of education. 
we need to hear those stories. So I would urge you, if you have a story, email me. It's Again, it's Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at org because we want to help. Yeah. We want to get your story out. We're going to take a really quick break, and I want to come right back to this, Chris. Great. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategic sound solutions. Solutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at Strategic Sound Solutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Well, we're back, and we were just hot and heavy talking about the need for, again, we, we're in studio today with Mr. Chris Plant, and what a delight you are, Chris. Thank he you. is with the family. Uh, Excuse me, the Family Policy Institute of Washington, and they're all about family, faith, and friends. It's a, a fabulous, fabulous organization that really is helping all of us as parents, as people in the community. And we were talking about your desire and your need to have stories, people's stories of what they're experiencing in these schools. That's right. You know, it's easy to take, keep track of what's going on in Olympia. All the newspapers are there. But what's happening in a particular school or a particular school district is not so easy. And so parents who come into this and who, who run up against a wall, a teacher who says, this is what we're teaching and you don't have any choice, um, we want to hear from you. So yeah. I urge you to come to our website, email me at chris at fpiw.org so that we can stand together because it is mom and dad standing up and, went, and, and saying no. I'm, I'm the mom, I'm the dad, but I'm also the taxpayer, right and I'm the voter. I, you know, you work for me, mm -hmm. and when enough of those folks stand up, 
we can change what's going on and what our kids are, are, are being exposed to and what they're being taught. Well, it's cramming it down their throats. And, and like you say, you've got science class saying that it's chromosomes and genetics that determine male, female. And yet you, they go next door to the health class and they say, no, 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 you can choose. Yeah, that's right. Baloney. That's right. And so parents, you know, keep an ear out. Yes. Go to the school. You know, the state has made it unfortunately easy for you not to do this um, amen because that, that's what yeah. they want to do they want to take control of our kids and educate them because you educate this generation this generation becomes the next set of leaders this isn't going to stop it's no. going to be easier to do more vile things in 20 years well look where we've come my god that's right look where we've they're, come they're, we're know, teaching kids that they you know that there is no there is no such thing as male female you can be and, and, oh, my God, some of the graphics that they're doing and showing and oh, <laughs> makes my blood boil. You guys, we have got to stand up. Safe classes, if you want to know more about that, please uh, email Chris at Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at F as in Frank, P as in Paul, I as in Institute, and W for Washington, right? So it's F-P-I-W dot org. Email him and let him know that you are a concerned parent and ask him questions. How can I how can I be involved with other parents so we can make a statement and a voice to our school boards, to the legislature when it's time, etc. Chris, you wow, this has been so cool. And we also want to encourage churches. We do. Churches have a role in this. They have a role in all of public policy. They have particularly have a role where public policy touches on the whole counsel of God. Some churches, boy, the pastors will preach it, preach it, preach it. They'll even write checks. That's one end of the continuum. Mm -hmm. But there's a continuum for pastors, and I encourage them to realize that it's not just either I preach it or I don't do anything. No, that's not true. Right. We start by allowing people within your, your church to galvanize around issues that are concerning to them. A very quick story. There was a bill that pa that the legislature passed. It was their open records bill, and everybody got upset about it. The whole state, the newspapers, everybody. And when I went to Governor Inslee, he was praying about what to do and wanted a sign from God. And he realized that 6,000 people had ca had called him and 12,000 people had emailed him, and maybe that was a good sign from God that he should vote veto the bill. We agree completely. I want to give the, for your listeners this picture. There are 4,000 churches in Washington state, if six people in each church wrote an email, that's 24,000 emails. Wow. What kind of a sign from God would that give Governor Inslee when he faces, when he's given the next horrific bill? That's what it's about. In churches, you have this opportunity. Just, you know, if you don't want to preach every week, and many pastors will say, I'm going to just preach through a book of the Bible at a time. Mm -hmm. Fine. Allow people within your body the freedom to get engaged on this. And FPIW has what's called a uh, church liaison program. One person in a church who maybe five or six galvanize around and we help them. And so they can go to our website, fpiw.org and find church liaison program. Uh -huh. Because churches okay. at the very least have to allow their folks to be free to, give, to act on the passions that God give them, that gives them. That would be the bottom line. Some churches, and I like them a lot, preach 
and even write checks to FPIW. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's that continuum there. But there's an engagement. The church, our grassroots army gets together every weekend, Saturday night and Sunday morning. That's the grassroots army. Look to your left, look to your right, and realize these are my allies. I'm not alone. Yes. Yeah. We. It's so, so important that we, yeah, that we don't sit back that we move, we stand up and move forward and find out, because FPIW is our friend. We are. And so are you guys nonprofit? Or we are. We are a nonprofit. So you're a nonprofit. We have 501c3. We also have a C4 arm, a political arm called FPIW Action, so we can be involved in the, in the elections, which, as you've already mentioned, in the 30th are going to be very important. And oh, there's man, some very tight ever. races there. But across the state, uh, the primaries weren't good. And so people of faith, right. people who are concerned about family, the sanctity of life, yes. religious freedom, we have a lot, to work, a lot of work to do between now and November. Well, and Susan Hutchison is a friend of mine, and she is such a solid woman. Uh, Christian and but she's just she's very knowledgeable she was you know the head of the um, the GOP GOP yes anyway you know what gosh I just our time is so gone (laughs) I just but anyway Chris thank you so much and I just get a hold of him Chris at fpiw.org thank you Chris so much you're very welcome thank you for the opportunity God bless you see you next Sunday guys bye bye for now That special touch of God's excellence in you.